the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. The show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial market, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Patty Cohen. Mark Hoff and Nam Fon are off today. Patty is a realtor with Compass Realty. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. And that certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. And today's trivia theme is general trivia. Now, we have a special guest. Our guest is Kim Rosen, who founded She College Fund, and She stands for Safe House Education. Uh, Kim, welcome to The Best of Investing. I'm really happy to be here with you and my friend, Patty. And your friend, Patty. Yeah, Patty uh, uh, invited you. And, and um, now tell us all about the She College Fund, because I understand it. It's in Kenya, right? Yes. Um, I will tell you, I could talk with you about it for about six months without stopping. <laughs> well, unfortunately, our show only lasts an hour, but uh, that's okay. Just talk really, heart, really fast. My heart sparkle, but um, the She College Fund was founded because of the courageous girls who have run away from female genital mutilation mm. and early childhood marriage in Kenya. They ran away to a place called the Tesaru Rescue Center, which many people will remember as the V-Day Safe House. V-Day is a worldwide initiative to stop violence against women and girls. Okay. And they run away when they're between 8 and 16 years old because that's when they're in danger of being cut and married off young. Um, the Maasai uh, very rural Maasai. This is not true of all Maasai at all, and it's changing, thank goodness. But the very rural, very poor Maasai believe that it's not worthwhile to educate girls. And because... so the, because they mostly only have money for boys and they okay. don't know about the capacities of girls. That's a really good question. There's generations and generations and generations and generations bearing down on these girls. And these generations say women are only good for supporting their men, for raising the children. The women build the houses. The women take care of the animals. The women do all the work. <laughs> and what do the guys do? <laughs> well, you know. Watch TV, and, go to the bar, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, not exactly. Really, most of them don't have electricity, but they. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. You know, they, they do. They do herd the cattle at times, okay. and they also um, 
they hang out together. It's a very interesting society where often you'll see the men and the women completely separately hanging out. Um, so, for instance, I go to a Maasai village for Christmas when I can, pre-pandemic and hopefully post-pandemic. Mm. Um, and it's the guys that make this very intense goat bone broth. They hang out all day around the pot and they put in the herbs, they put in the medicines, they know how to do it. Okay. And it's really extraordinary. It's really extraordinary. So um, these girls go to the safe house and they are protected by the law because it's against the law to perform FGM in Kenya, but people still do it. Okay. Um, they're protected until they're 18 years old or until they graduate from high school. But once they're 18 and or they graduate from high school, they're no longer protected. So that's where the sure. Sheik College Fund comes in. We raise money and we raise mentorship and support and guidance to take these students who are now young women and get them ready for college, find them colleges, and see them through college so they can come back to their communities, which is beginning to happen, and show everybody the power of a woman. And do you get much resistance from uh, the political I, party? Or, you know, I, who, who I politics, are in a very lucky situation in that by the time the girls come to us, they have been reconciled in a very beautiful, very big ceremony. They've been reconciled with their parents oh, by yeah. the woman who runs the safe house, whose name is Agnes Pereo, and she is also the head of the anti-FGM board in Kenya. But the girl will be taken back to her family. Her parents will come. The whole village will come. There will be hundreds of villagers who come. Gifts will be exchanged. And there will be um, communications of peace and reconciliation. Wow. So when we get the girls, they are reconciled with their parents. And their parents want them to go to college, mostly. And so that is a gift because it's a, it's a win-win for every single yeah. person. Involved I mean, is it is it educating the tribes? You know, because how do they know about you? And you know, you have to say, well, listen, this is why it's it's good for everyone to educate these women. Well, the good news is, um, well, two things. One, on a very practical level, at this point, the She Fund only works with girls who go to one specific safe house in Kenya. Okay. Um, and that's the V-Day safe house. Someday it may broaden out to go to other safe houses, but right now it's those, those students. So the, the beauty is that the girls themselves educate the tribes. Okay. They are educated by the people who run the safe house called the Tesaru Nitomek Rescue Mission, and those people, that means, that means in Maasai, the girls' rescue mission. And they educate the girls. Then the girls get reconciled with their parents. They go back to their communities. Yeah. They're the only ones with any money. They're the only ones who yeah. can speak English. They're the only ones with any education. And the community, I mean, Patty and I saw this graphically in a ceremony when we were in Kenya. The community will say they stood up in a big community ritual and they said to us, we will not cut girls in this community anymore because wow, that's great. now Regina, who's the girl that was in their community, yeah. Regina has shown us the power of a woman. 
That's great. I mean, I think it's, it, I think it's, you know, almost like logarithmic is as the more women do it, more of the tribe see it, et cetera. Hey, we're going to cut to our first commercial break. And here's our first trivia question. What geometric shape is generally used for stop signs? What do you call that? All right. Uh, call 888-912-1190. The first caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Uh, both of our, uh, our our guests and our co-hosts seem to know the answer. But don't answer it yet. Wait till we come back and break. All right. First trivia question again is what geometric shape is generally used for stop signs? All right. Stay with us. You are listening to The Best of Investing. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to The Best in Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with our special co-host, Patty Cohen of Compass Realty, and our special guest, Kim Rosen. All right, our first trivia question, trivia question was, what geometric shape is generally used for stop signs? Anyone? I don't remember. I thought you said you knew the answer to this. I'm with you. I know. Am I allowed to answer? Now you're, now, yes, now you're allowed to say. What, what is that? What's that? Hexagram. Right. No, it's an octagon. Ah, yeah, it's got eight sides. <laughs> That's okay. Well, um, the next one is harder, and then the last one's really hard. So we'll just embarrass you just a little bit. Okay, no, it's yeah, good. All right. So our special guest, that was Kim Rosen, or that is Kim Rosen, who founded the SHE College Fund, which stands for Safe House Education in Kenya. And uh, I have also, uh, just coincidentally, my uh, my daughter on the uh, on, on the show here because uh, she's studying international uh, economics at uh, George Washington University, and just coincidentally happens to be working on a project about Kenya. So, Sarah, welcome to the best of investing. <laughs> now you can say you can you can you can speak up. It's okay. All right. Um, Thank you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, Patty, why did you, how did you get involved with uh, Kim? In the project. You know, it's, it's really word of mouth, but it's, to me, it was such a no brainer. So I was walking with a friend and she mentioned she was doing this and I instantly said, yes. Um, part of what attracted me that we haven't even talked about is that this friend had a relationship with the girl in Kenya, like whether they were talking on uh, WhatsApp or whatever, but it, you actually like mentor the girl or, or if you want you know, and I thought, this is so beautiful because of the ripple effect that we talked about, the actual act of, the, of what's, what we're doing for this girl, and that you can have, you can have a relationship with her. So I, I just jumped right in, met Kim, we went to Kenya, I was like on that trip, and it was absolutely amazing. Wow. Yeah. Well, you are absolutely amazing. You're yes. I mean, you are the true pulsation of yes in the world. And um, Patty said yes before she even knew what we were doing. She just knew, she knew it was trustworthy. And luckily, I feel she was quite right. And it's been a really, really mutually supportive. So what have, what have been your challenges, you know, uh, that, that you've had, uh, either from the political people involved, uh, you know, running the, the, the state, the country, et cetera, or the locals? Well, the challenges that I love 
there are challenges I love and there are challenges I don't love. The challenges I love, Patty will have experienced, is simply being culturally humble. The the necessity for we, I'm going to say white people, although, you know, at some point there will be African-American people joining us on the on the trips and in on the team. Um, But for we who are coming from America or the Western world to be culturally humble, like Mm -hmm. when somebody smiles, does it mean friendship? And when somebody doesn't look at you and leans back and looks what, you know, kind of looks away, does it mean they're bored or rejecting you? No. Mm. And for me, this is such a profound inner purification process of getting conscious about the stories I attach to people's body language for instance, and seeing how that can be so destructive when I'm trying to communicate on a heart level and on a very kind of survival level with people. And I'm reading something, for instance, as pushback that isn't pushback. Okay. It's just the inflection they use. And that's a, that's a constant growth edge for me. From a communication standpoint, okay. uh, I presume a lot of them don't speak English until they're taught English? The people we are working with do speak English. Okay. When students come to us, they they speak it more or less, but theoretically they have been taught English during high school and primary school and secondary school. So they do speak English. Okay. Um, they don't always speak it that well because unfortunately they don't always go, they don't always get to go to really good schools um, yeah. because the safe house is sending 50, 60 girls to school every year. Um, they don't always get to go to the best school. So sometimes they speak it well, sometimes they don't, but they all can get by. And is it, coll- it's, I mean, it is a college fund. So it's pe- these, these young ladies have, have gone to high school. We is get them when they graduate from high school. They come to the She Fund. But that's a bad way to say it, as um, Patty will tell you, because part of what is important to me is that we maintain a very vibrant relationship with the girls at the safe house, the younger girls, so that when they graduate high school, we know them and we can tell what colleges they should go to and how we can help them. And what are, what are they being taught in college, a specific profession? Yes. That's that's the way most of Kenyan schooling works. Um, You need to know when you go to college, what trade or profession you're heading for. It's very different than the liberal arts perspective that we have in this country. Almost like a trade school in a way. It's almost like a trade school. Um, Although the the students who get better grades in high school can go to a a more in-depth kind of program. Okay. Because they also may want to change, you know, they, they think they want to be a carpenter and then they just said, no, nah, I want to be an electrician instead. Yeah, <laughs> I, wish, I wish they had that kind of flexibility and maybe someday they will. But at this point, if you do well in math, you're told you have to do this, um, you know. Oh, OK. They, they have they have to get certain grades in order to do certain courses. And um, yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's a it's a. Um, what I feel to be, it would be harsh for an American, the schooling system there. Gotcha. It might not well, be harsh for a Brit, but it would be hard. <laughs> I mean, it is just, you know, still kind of getting off the ground. How long have you been doing this now? 
I've been going to Kenya since 2007, but the She Fund has actually only existed as an end, and I've been supporting girls since 2012. Okay, so I mean, that's, you know, only eight years. It's still kind of in its infancy. I mean, you can't expect... You know, yes. a whole. I'm talking about schooling in Kenya. the 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 government is in charge of many things, and okay. it's in charge of how much choice students have um, in terms of what they get to study. Um, so they're not really allowed to study in college what they're not good at in high school. Interesting. Well, again, like you said, over time, maybe things will change, but but yeah. sure, yes. uh, a lot further along than it was 15, 20 years ago. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. That's good work. Believe it or not, we got to cut to a second break, if you can believe that. By the way, Sarah, did you want to ask a question? No. Um, no. I don't have anything right now. But. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Here we go. Here's our second trivia question. Pretty simple question. I don't know if you know the answer. Pretty simple. How many, color, how many colors are there in a rainbow? We all know what a rainbow is. How many colors are there? Don't worry, you don't have to name all of them. Uh, call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Again, a very simple question. Not sure if we have a simple answer, though. How many colors are there in a rainbow? All right, stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. Um, we have Patty Cohen, who's going to be talking about real estate. We're going to finish up with uh, Kim Rosen, who's talking about the She College Fund, uh, which stands for Safe House Education and it's in Kenya. So exciting stuff. All right, stay with us. Best of Investing. I'll be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Patty Cohen and our special guest, Kim Rosen. Second trivia question, how many colors are there in a rainbow? I'm not taking it. How many, Kim? Oh, I'd say either seven or an infinite number. Uh, seven yeah. is actually the correct answer. We'll give credit for that. Very good. Ray. All right. And uh, Kim, you are with the SHE College, standing for Safe House Education, uh, the SHE College Fund in Kenya. Um, Patty, you wanted to throw in a couple of comments in well, there? You know, by the way, this is the best of investing. Yes. So when you support the, the fund, it's tax deductible. Okay. You know, that's for some people that's they're looking for ways to contribute and what's what has the major impact and all that. Yeah, um, really. And the thing is, you know, I said it's all word of mouth. I almost felt like I had to have an invitation to, to be part of this. It's not all where it's it's so far. A lot of it's word of mouth. But like, honestly, if I was listening to the show and I didn't know anything about it, I would call Kim. I would email Kim and say, how do I sponsor a girl? I want this so bad because of the ripple effect and everything. And is that how it works? Do you actually sponsor a specific person? 
There are many ways to be involved, many, many. And there is a website, which is shecollegefund.org, and they have a, a lot of information and some great movies of the girls. I always feel it's crazy that it's me representing them because they represent themselves so much better. But I will say you can either make a one-time or a monthly or an annual donation to the general fund of any amount, or you can sign up to support one of the students for two, three, or four years. And that's a contract, and we, if you want, we introduce you to the student, and I mentor the two of you to come together, kind of as pen pals or connect oh. to connect with each other, if you want. Some, some funders want that. Some funders, they're over their head, and they just want me to send on letters from their student. Yeah. But um, the it's it's Patty's had an amazing relationship with Nellie. It's been so so wonderful to watch that relationship. Yeah, you know, I did that one time with um, uh, I can't. They originally they would pick the child for you. You know, could could have been in the Philippines, could have been in Africa, wherever. And then uh, you pretty much stay with that child yes. from age you know five on on up until they they were ready to leave the nest so to speak and you know each year you get a little letter and they draw a little picture and tell you how they're doing and uh uh very interesting uh writing too because like in uh tagalog i guess was one of the mm-hmm. languages and uh, just very interesting seeing the writing and then fortunately someone interpreted it in english for me it's really it was really very very cool and the thing about the she fund though is that now in this age of technology a they get to see pictures of your family too which is so broad oh, yeah that's and right they get to hear what's going on for you and how covid is for you and mm. how it's affecting you right and also we get to video with each other sometimes we just had the most oh. amazing christmas party with funders meeting their students in video for the first time. It was very sweet. Moving. Everybody was in tears. So how how is COVID affecting uh, where the college is? They're doing better than we are. Um, I I don't know what the reasons are. Kenya locked down instantly at the first seven cases. The whole country went into lockdown. The problem with that is that I think a lot more people died of starvation because of the lockdown than perhaps might have died of COVID. Uh-huh. We created a fund that kept all of the families connected with the She Fund alive, literally, because they were not allowed to sell their goods anymore. Uh-huh. So they needed food, clothing, and shelter. And so we figured we had to do something, and it turned out to do exponentially more good than we had ever imagined because the girls themselves became leaders in the community because they were empowered by being given this money to support their people. And if there was ever a time they were at risk for FGM, it was then. It was then. Yeah. And they had, because we were able to, thanks to our funders, thanks to people who made donations from 25 to $2,500, we've been able to keep them from having to be cut because FGM is largely a function of poverty. People don't realize this. Yes, there's misogyny and there's, there's ages of female oppression involved, but largely it's poverty. The family has to feed the other children, so they sell off the oldest girl. And the the men who would buy a girl as his third or fourth wife 
they require FGM. It's tradition. So if the people have money, these things don't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. this is amazing. Um, is. Okay, why don't you give out the website one more time, and uh, okay. then we'll, uh, we'll have Patty uh, talk about some good stuff in real estate. <laughs> it's www.shecollegefund, one word, shecollegefund.org. Okay. Kim Rosen, thank you very much for uh, joining us on uh, The Best of Investing. It's very interesting to hear about the uh, She College Fund. Sounds like you're doing great work. Thank you so much. Great, great energy here in this. <laughs> well, we try. Patty, Patty always brings a lot of energy, which is great. Um, <laughs> yes. Hey, Patty, I'm going to go right into an email that we received. It says, do you think we're at the peak and prices are dropping? What do you think about oh. That's a really good question um, because it ties right into, is this a bubble? Which is basically the flip side of that question. And so a bubble is when people are exuberant and they pay ridiculous prices for houses. And we're starting to see that. Um, However, that being said, and, and, you know, I always look back to like, how is this different than 2008? Right. Um, Number one, there's prudent lending practices, In 2008, even if you didn't have to, you were getting a a no-doc loan, just here's the income, throw anything out there, and you'd get the same rate. It didn't matter, so why would I go through all that, right? So the other is um, now people have equity in their homes. Then they did not have as much. And I think it's something like, I can't remember now, but I think it's something like 42% of people in the country own their house free and clear. Wow. I don't quote, I mean, I'm not positive about that, but then I do know of those that do have a mortgage, 38% have at least 50% equity. Oh, okay. So you don't go, you weather it. If there's, if things go down a little bit, whatever. But this time the housing supply is really limited. Gotcha. Historic low. Yep. All right, we're going to come back and break, and we're going to continue on with that conversation, all right? Yeah. Sorry, hard breaks here at the Best of Investing, unfortunately. Okay, third trivia question. Area 51 is located in which U.S. state? Oh, that I know. You know that one. Wow. Okay, My heart is into that. okay. all right. Call 888-912-1190. First caller worth the correct answer is going to win the tanning certificate, which is worth over $100. Uh, third trivia question is, Area 51 is located in which U.S. state? Stay with us. The best of investing is going to be right back. Don't touch that dial. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM. The answer. Now back to the best of investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM. The answer. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, along with Patty Cohn, our special guest, Kim Rosen. Thank you very much. Uh, Area 51 is located in which U.S. state? Patty? I mean, it's it's either Arizona, Colorado, right? Which one? Utah? (laughs) I I thought you you, you shook your head like, oh, I got this one. Uh, Nevada. Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay, well, that's close enough. You know, it's one of the boarding states. (laughs) All right. So, Patty, we were talking about whether prices uh, uh, were dropping or we at the peak. And you were uh, talking about the uh, equity that people have in their houses and that there's no 
there's not enough supply coming onto the market. Yeah, um, and it, it's not like 2008. Um, prudent lending standards, lots of equity in their house, um, but this time also supply is very limited. Why is that? Is it because uh, people don't know where they're going to move to? Well, the, it, it may it's supply and demand. People are buying luxury, like there's more demand for luxury houses all over the country. People are buying second homes. They're leaving cities. So it, it's just booming. And people are spending more time at home. And you realize like you don't, you know, and there's going to be commercial, commercial real estate for offices is a mess. You know, you can't sell those buildings. Nobody's like people will go back to um, an office, maybe half time, maybe not at all. So you need an office at home. You need more space. Okay. So, so and you also you, want to get away. What about the? Then it sounds like a lot of people are leaving. Quote the city, smaller places, and all that. Are prices dropping in places like San Francisco? And yeah, I mean, not dropping, dropping, but condos are because okay. those are really close yeah. quarters. Um, but condo, um, San Francisco prices have gone up, but not as much as Marin and other places. Okay. Well, you know, this. I mean, this pandemic's not going to last forever. I know. You know, know. so is it just kind of shooting from the hip? A lot of people just... We're creatures of habit. Once a habit's developed, and we're almost into a year of this habit, like the way we buy stuff is going to change forever. Like we don't go back. And a lot of things are a lot easier than they used to be. You know, you just push buttons and things come at your door, you know. know, And you're kind of like, people kind of like working at home. You know, I think, I think our household is is single handedly making Jeff Bezos more than a billionaire. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and and you know, maybe they didn't. People don't like that commute, and companies don't have to spend so much on offices. So there's a lot of things about our culture that are going to change forever. Now, in terms of interpersonal, that's another conversation that we won't. We've lost a lot of the juiciness between in relationships and connections with people. Yeah. Uh, I'm becoming introverted, believe it or not. <laughs> but, but at some point, aren't uh, employers going to see productivity go down and they're going to ask people to come back to work? We'll see. The, you know, and it's already kind of happening, but um, you know, people are going back to halftime and whatever. Yeah. But. And then once you know, the, va- the vaccine is uh, widespread, um, like you said, you know, people, you know, they kind of, hmm, I don't know, I'm kind of liking this working from home. And, you know, I, I got to say that I, I've definitely enjoyed the lack of traffic, mm-hmm. quote, commute hour. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that part of it's very, very nice. <laughs> and then even, you know, going to like Trader Joe's, you know, in the beginning it was hard because everybody was in line. Once that kind of got through its system, uh, it's been a lot easier to to just go in, buy something, and come right out. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That, yeah. Uh, you want to uh, update us on anything else in real estate? You got some other stuff you wanted to talk about? Well, I mean, even just since this, so since COVID started, prices went way up. Even since the summer, it's con- they've continued to go up. Like we're we're almost like seeing uh, the first quarter of the year, like our fifth quarter of twenty twenty. Like gotcha. nothing changed. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, multiple offers, yeah. crazy, crazy prices. Yeah, it was the same with uh, you know it's, it's usually it's like you know during the spring selection type of thing, which has been I guess almost an all year round uh, situation. Yeah. But you know again the weather's going to get good, but then there aren't too many open houses per se. So there's no open houses. Yeah. So how does that work? Do people just do it all remotely? Well, yeah. I mean, it's just again, people, like I love this actually because. 
people, there's the tire kickers are gone. The only people shopping are people that are serious. Um, it's just a lot easier to do business. Like the yeah. sellers behave, buyers behave. Like there's no, there's less drama. People just see a house they want it, they buy it. And, you know, it's just so much better. It's so much better. And I think a lot of the way real estate is done is not, it's going to change. It's not going to go back a hundred percent. No. Uh, yeah. Are, are there was, I know that there was talk a few months ago about, uh, are there, is there going to be buyer's remorse for people who thought, Oh, I got to have this second house in, in Tahoe. Uh, and then realizing, Oh, maybe I don't quite need that. I know. What do you, what yeah, do you think? Do you think Tahoe's on fire. Still, still on fire. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't say the word fire. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say the word fire. We, uh, we we know what you mean. It's uh, being very uh, popular. <laughs> yeah. Off the shelf, I guess, is a good is a, a good right. Word. And the other the other reason, and it ties right into what we're saying, is investors are out. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, well, well we're gonna where are they gonna put their money? That's, mm-hmm. that's the big question. Interest rates are still low. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Pacific private money is still going very strong, uh, you know, paying uh, as low as 7% and as high as 9% on, on some of the uh, investments that they provide. So uh, yeah. they're, they're actually, they're actually doing very well. Uh, it's kind of interesting because there's certain aspects of the economy, like you're doing very well in your business, you know, but someone who owns uh, maybe an office building or a restaurant, eh, not so much. Well, the sad fact, and it's been a continuing trend for a lot of years, is that the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. The people that are suffering the most, you know, medically, financially, are essential workers and making the least amount of money. Yeah. But then you do, if you if someone owns an office building. Yeah, that, that kind of hurts. And that kind of hurts, sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it's kind of crazy with these rules about, um, you, you know, the the... Uh, we we talked about this before, you know, with stimulus ke- checks coming out, it would be great if they gave that, if they just paid the rent, right? Because that otherwise what's happening is you have, you know, mom and pop landlords who were not collecting the rent yeah, and the stimulus checks are going for other things yeah. yet they can't kick them out and get a t- paying tenant. So they're being punished on top of all this, which is really yeah. kind of unfair, you know, not, not every landlord is, is, is Bill Gates, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's, a, that's, I don't know. They gotta, they gotta figure something out. And then, uh, Oh, Oh, you were mentioning, uh, uh, Texas, the, uh, who, who is <laughs> yeah. the realtor of the year of Texas? I saw something on Facebook. It was a big poster realtor of the year in Texas. And the picture was huge. And it was Gavin Newsom's picture because that is the place where most people are going. The state where the most people are going is Texas. Yeah. And, uh, uh, it's, yeah. And I, I would think he would be uh, uh, realtor of the year because there, there couldn't be too many people who could claim. Yeah. I sent how many thousands of people <laughs> to, yeah. I, I don't know how many people have exited uh, California. I don't know. I read it recently. And and the thing is, like, there's a lot of resistance from the people in Texas. They don't want to Californiaize Texas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Austin is is liberal, like San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, I could see, you know, prices just going crazy. Um, yeah. And they don't want that. They want a nice, you know, somewhat steady, I guess yeah. is a good word for it. All right. Uh, we don't have a trivia question, but we do have to cut to another break. And uh, when we come back... The Best of Investing will be back with some closing comments. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. 
For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Patty Cohen and our special guest, Kim Rosen. Uh, Patty, before we uh, let everyone go, uh, you got to tell everyone how to get a hold of you if they have questions. Oh, I'm a real estate broker with Compass, um, Patty Cohn. My email is patty, P-A-T-T-I dot C-O-H-N at compass.com. I'm based in Marin, 415-722-4842. And I help everybody everywhere. I mean, I don't get paid until it, and I, a lot of times I don't get paid. So I will contribute if you have a question, whatever you need. And if you know anybody wants to buy or sell in Marin, I am here. Very good. And I just want to touch on uh, Pacific Private Money for a little bit. Um, they have four different funds. Uh, the first one is the most conservative. It's paying 7%, uh, but it does take a $250,000 minimum and uh, pays just a straight 7%. They do very, very, very short-term loans. No fee to get in, no fee to get out, and there's no hold period. So you can actually put your money in uh, this week and take it out in a month. Uh, no penalty. Uh, the other one they have is their flagship fund, the Pacific Private Money Fund, been around since 2013. Uh, it's paying about close to 7.5%. Um, again, buying mortgage, they're, they're basically they're originating mortgages just like a real estate bank would do. And no fee to get in, no fee to get out. Minimum investment's 50000 That one does have a one-year hold. Uh, they also have uh, the North Star Fund, which is strictly uh, – construction loans. Uh, that one has a minimum preferred yield of 8% with a target of 10%. And I believe that they've hit their target. Uh, it's a fairly new fund, been around for less than a year. Uh, that one has a $100,000 minimum, pays quarterly distributions, no fee to get in, no fee to get out. And then finally, the Pacific Southwest Fund, of which I'm one of the managers, uh, that's got a preferred return of 9% with a target of 12, and we're actually hitting very close to the 12. And that one is uh, primarily uh, Texas uh, discounted seller carry back notes. So someone sells a house but carries back the mortgage, and then they want to cash out, and we solicit them, and we buy it at a discount. And that's why we're able to pay a yield of uh, at least 9%. No fee to get in, no fee to get out, 50000 minimum. But now there's always got to be downside. The downside is the fund is so popular, we have $3 million of waiting, in a waiting list. So if someone called me up today and said, I want to get in that fund tomorrow, sorry. It's going to be at least minimum two months before we can use your money. But And you can use their money when people – do loans because that's a lot of it. Um, right. Uh, yeah. So what, what it ends up happening is uh, people, they'll just email uh, Edward at Pacific and uh, just say, Hey, yeah, I heard about this uh, uh, Pacific uh, Southwest fund. I'm kind of interested. Uh, there's no obligation, but they can, uh, we could put down like a, a reservation call it a no, no obligation reservation. Uh, hey, eventually when you call me up, two months, six months, a year from now, and I'm still interested, I'd like to put 50 or 100 or whatever in. Yeah, we have one guy who, who uh, put in his order for 800000 so it's going to be a while. <laughs> we got to go through all, because all these loans are fairly small. Wow. In Texas, it's not like California. You know, these houses are like 100000 or 200000 They're not million-dollar houses. Right, right. 
uh, takes a while to eat up, you know, $800,000 worth of someone's money getting, you know, that's 20 loans at wow. uh, $100,000 a pop. It takes a while to, to get that. Wow. I think that you're going to have a lot of people from professional financial investors. The oh, yeah, whole scheme. Yeah, yeah. Once those people start getting their money, whatever yeah, hopefully they, 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 hopefully they, they want to put it. Before we get out, Kim, you want to unmute yourself and, and uh, give us your uh, information one more time if people are interested in the She College Fund. Yeah, if you're interested in the She College Fund and helping the students that are so courageous to have escaped female genital mutilation and early childhood marriage, you can go to www.shecollegefund.org or you can just email me at info at shecollegefund.org. Very good. Thank you. Okay, we're going to cut out and here's our puns for the day. Why did the quote a the letter a go to the bathroom and come out as the letter e because it had a vowel movement <laughs> okay and um so what if i don't know what armageddon means it's not the end of the world all right tune in next week to the best of investing we're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions thanks for listening on behalf of our team i'm edward brown wishing you the best of investing so long <laughs> You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on 860 AM. The Answer. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast.